How to Create a Glitch Monologue Season 37 Chapter 5 This is Season 37 of How to Create a Glitch in the Matrix Monologues Episode 5. In this episode, we will be talking about the wider manifestation of multiplicity. In our past episodes on multiplicity, we explained how different plates are associated with different responses to the narratives of others. For example, the plate of the face was understood to reflect the internal narratives that are affirmed by the other and acted upon. This delineation was intended to show that distinct plates manifest distinct narratives. The narratives expressed by each of the plates is segmented, in that it represents a wholly distinct plane of experience, with distinct goals, experiences and emotions. Yet there is some intrinsic overlap, in that people will generally, apart from any dissonant consensualities, be in the same position by orientation or location. An example of this is the following. You walk into a deposition. During that deposition, there are a series of questions that you ask some witness. The other lawyer listens and interrupts periodically. The subject matter of the deposition is some lawsuit related to an environmental spill or some sort. Now, this is the lowest level of experience. The plate of the face witnesses some conversation with the opposing lawyer, stretched over the same time period in relation to your romantic life. You discuss your relationship history and sexual past, the other lawyer gives you advice and makes suggestions. This level of experience is more closely linked to an archetype for the other lawyer akin to a life coach. Later, you do not remember this experience, in the mundane contextual memory, but you act on his suggestions in your life, and when you see him again, you converse in these same roles, updating him as to your situation. All of this bifurcation of experience represents distinct plates, in that, your self-awareness in one narrative is distinct from the other. One hand doesn't know what the other hand is doing. Now, this example shows us how distinct narratives manifest, but the quality of multiplicity preserves in each narrative a distinct goal or set of goals. In the deposition, the goal of the enterprise is to win the legal case. It is a zero-sum goal, a non-consensual space. In the relationship advice narrative, the goal of the enterprise is to find love and improve yourself. Thus, distinct narratives can be understood to be playing the game of life differently, with each narrative representing a distinct dialogue toward a specific goal. This is important because the fragmentation of our identity means that all of these co-selves are cohabiting within the same linear stream, within the same consciousness, unbeknownst to each other. They all have separate use of the faculties of that consciousness. Likewise, these distinct narratives coexist in the same linear stream, despite dissonant consensualities. This means that there will be some sensory overlap between them. This means that to the extent there is sensory overlap, these auditory, visual and spatial cues, must be concealed from the self by the unconscious and conscious direction of attention. This means that for example, the lawyer in our deposition example, may laugh at something the witness has said, but in truth, he is laughing because the other lawyer has cracked a joke about his ex, in the relationship advice narrative. Or, on a Zoom call, two conversations may coexist, in that in one a person is engaging in sexual activity with a partner whilst on the Zoom call, and also having a business meeting. The information is filtered out by the consciousness of both participants to prevent mismatching of the narratives. But this may entail some misdirection, 
some misalignment of the senses. We have talked a great deal about how our consensuality is punctuated by periods of distraction, which represent postural releases, the incursion of our non-consensuality. These punctuations of our consensuality represent points at which some sensory overlap occurs, whilst we are distracted by some other information source, preventing us from becoming aware of the other narrative stream. This makes sense since in our deposition example, the deposition exists in a non-consensual space, while the other in a consensual space. Thus, when the non-consensual irrigates our behavior, we become distracted from the consensual stream and exhibit postural releases related to that distraction. However, dissonant consensualities can also manifest during periods of overlap, which might divert a stream of consciousness from the other for brief periods, which are then later incorporated through parsimony. Suffice it to say, imagine that every person is a nine-sided object with nine faces, and that each face is part of a different narrative stream. Every exchange is punctuated by these nine narratives, which manifest in brief divergences, dissonant consensualities, and overlaps of sensation punctuated by non-consensual distraction. These nine faces have nine different dialogues, nine different experiences, nine different goals, play nine different games, all along the same linear stream with brief divergences for dissonant spaces. What this tells us is that each person plays a distinct game, along a distinct narrative stream along the plate of the other. That's the end of the podcast for today. If you enjoyed it, please like, comment and subscribe.